0: Mina, do you like the fit of Bryce Young for the Texans? You know, Laura, I do like it. Um, When we think about, like, nightmare situations for quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, we think about the Texans in 2002 when they drafted David Carr. This is the prototypical, terrible, terrible situation. You remember he was sacked 76 times. We all remember it. I bring that up to point out that these Texans are very different, and Mm. it starts with the offensive line. You have a very good tackle duo in Laramie Tunstall and Titus Howard. Kenyon Green's entering his second-year guard. You trade for Shaq Mason, so you've shored up pass protection, which I do think will be important for Bryce early on. Then you bring in Bobby Slowick from the San Francisco 49ers, so the assumption is it's going to be a Shanahan-style offense, which I think he'll play well in. I do think they need to add at wide receiver beyond, you know, Nico Collins, Robert Woods, but by and large, it feels stable at the very, Least, and if I'm Bryce Young, I'm not sad to be landing with the Texans.
1: How you go say you boss if you don't handle biz? Real men stay on 10, take care of their kids. You boys talking too much, it's time to show them. I did shows around the globe and never took a cent. That might have went over your head. I would be thinking different. I bought real estate before I went and bought the bent. I had sun ten toes when you was in your feelings. And I ain't need no record deal to touch my first million. Spending money on assets for rainy days. I'm more focused on ownership, not the fame. Grab a old long T, then jump in the stain. We just touched down, but right back on the plane
2: top down in the summer rain, Man. and mm. this when they next, when they see it, switch in the hands, still got my top down, I'm riding wild top down in the summer rain, mm. and this
1: when they next,
2: when they see it, switch
1: in hands, you don't know the feeling, when you lead a game, uh, uh, then work out, down. so you back the game, back game. Ooh, hey ooh, me, ooh, we. the game, heavy on my heart, It is about that time. It is officially the NFL Draft Month. This is the Beltway Boys, Episode 78. I'm Austin, here with the one and only, the talented, the beautiful, you know. Walker, what is going on? It is officially Draft Month, man.
3: Yes, bro. It's finally here. Um, Finally can stop talking about it, man, and get the anxiousness over with, and... Mm -hmm. see see man what what we do in this draft hopefully uh probably the biggest one i think uh in recent history for sure maybe ever yeah most pivotal
1: yeah all these bad seasons they've been having has led up to this Mm -hmm. first and foremost before we get in that i should have really asked how you been how you doing how you living
3: (laughs) man i've been good man i've been on uh i've been freaking uh on this, like, uh, AI kick here lately, man. I don't know if you've about it. <laughs> it
0: is
3: crazy. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to finesse that while it's while it's still hot. And uh get rid of it. hmm Or, you know, they get hip to it. So, Dude. yeah, man, it's been a lot, bro. It's been a lot happening here recently.
1: <laughs> really, though? Really, though? Now that AI thing is taking over. That's going to change the game. If people use it right, it could literally change your life. Like
3: mm. <laughs> you know, depending right. on what you're
1: doing for, you know.
3: Yeah, bro. What about you?
1: Man, I've been good working, kind of <laughs> slowing down from work a little bit. It's uh like February and January were like crazy months for the travel industry. March, I think it's been steady, but not mm-hmm. like what it not like what it was. But then your boy I told you yesterday. Your boys made a glass. Call me glass, man, because if I have torn my ACL or fucked my knee up in the most randomest ways, and on Thursday I did it again, I laughed too hard, was on FaceTime with my friend, my co-worker, my manager, you know, and she we was talking and it wasn't even nothing like crazy, like, ha, 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 ha. I wasn't laughing like that, Just, <laughs> Turned off to the side, was like laughing, like almost dabbing, you know. Dang. And, and started
3: <laughs> screaming. She was like, Should I
1: call 911?
3: I'm on the ground. I'm like, no. You know? And you were and you were like on uh, uh, sitting yeah. down while this was Are like you were standing up.
1: Yeah, I was in my I was in my chair at my desk. Wow. So be careful out here, man. Definitely stretch.
3: getting crazy. up there, Walker. Yeah, <laughs> man. I have never heard nothing like that before. I don't know how that
1: happened. Yeah, I already tore my ACL, had surgery and then retoured in college. And um, yeah, man, I've just always, every so many months or every so many years, something else (laughs) will happen on the same knee. It's like an anniversary, (laughs) it's like, God damn. That's crazy. You know, and then after three or four days, I'll have better mobility. Like now, now I just got the brace on and I'm hobbling around. I should probably be on the crutches, but
3: like, yeah, you probably shouldn't walk on it at all. Just let it yeah. heal up. I think.
1: So definitely, when I'm like sitting down or nothing, I got it elevated, putting ice on it, like trying, you know. But that's what I've been on. It's mm. like you said, a lot been going on. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Well, back to the draft talk, man, it's, it is draft month. Like you said, the anxiousness and the kind of anxiety, like who they're getting, it's coming to a close, right? It's coming to a resolution. So has anything changed since pro days? Has anything changed in who you want for the Texans to draft at number two? Or is it still a Bryce we trust? And then really, I guess 12. 12 is probably the biggest question mark. Huh? Where are you at? Mm-hmm.
3: Man. I'm I'm still yeah I'm still with Bryce at two, um, and then, but if Bryce is gone, I don't know if I said this before, but if Bryce is gone, I'm swinging for the fences for freaking uh Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah. I'm just gonna swing for him, bro. Like I said, the time and time again, man. Every time, I, every time I, I more I talk about him, the more I talk myself into him, bro. He just he's he never going to get another chance at a quarterback like him again. Um, as raw as he is, even Bryce, I think I just think I think Bryce is special and like and he's already ready. Richardson has just untapped potential right now. And uh, I think he would have played in like an easier offense or maybe a little more talent. Um, you people would be thinking about him way different, but um, mm-hmm. So that's that's what I do. If if Bryce was going at one to Carolina, then I'm swinging, I'm just swinging for the fences, and I'm and I'm taking Richardson, and you know, let him. I let him sit the whole year. Like I I don't care. I I let Case Keenum and and Mills fight it out again. And if that means, um, you know, maybe you land top ten, top five, you still get you a nice player. I don't know, man. I just. I just think he has the potential to be an MVP. Like I think yeah. that's the type of potential he has if he he goes to the right coach um and I don't think he's as bad as people say he, like people mm-hmm. think he is. They think he's like um Tim Tebow. Like they think he's like Tim Tebow bad, like
2: well, throwing yeah. the ball. Yeah,
3: and he he he's not he's not that at all. Um so I mean that's just me. I don't I really don't know what they will do if Bryce isn't there. Kind of think they might take Will, <laughs> and I, that's where the Will Anderson, I think the the people who don't want a quarterback, that's where maybe some of the Will Anderson talk comes from. Because I think they're locked in on Bryce. I don't know how they feel about Richardson, um, but I don't know what they're gonna do if Bryce isn't if Bryce goes one. We think it'd be CJ, but. Something in my gut tells me they wouldn't do that. I don't know why. Like we talked yeah. about it before. Like I don't know if it's just the agent thing, but I feel like that would play a part. But yeah. who knows, man? Who knows? I think it'd be. I think it'd be the smartest thing to do to take CJ Stroud, as far as like helping your team win. I think he'll. I think CJ Stroud will help you win a lot of games. Um, kind of like Jerry Goff. Like I think. If, especially if his rookie contract, if you can get enough talent in CJ Stroud rookie rookie contract, I think he can take you far. I think he take you really far. I don't know if he got it in him to take you over the hump, win the Super Bowl, but I think he'll definitely get you playoffs, probably deep, maybe even deep playoff runs. But um, I don't know. I, I don't that Georgia game though. He did show he, you know, it's just he's so I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to evaluate after that one game because it's like. All the questions I'm talking about right now, he kind of showed that he can do that in that one game. So um I don't know. But also for at twelve, I'm still I would love Jackson Smith and Jigba there. I feel like he might not be there at twelve. I think he might go a little earlier, maybe to Chicago. Um, or if, if he don't go to Chicago, the Texans should trade up to te- I think the Texans I think you'd have to trade up for him because I think if he doesn't go to Chicago, I think some team is gonna trade ahead of the Texans and uh get him. I don't know if that'll be I I, I don't know if that'll be the Packers. I don't know if that'll be the Patriots, Giants, like I don't know. But um that's who I would go with. If he's there. If they stay at the pick and he's gone and another Cisco people I would go after would be Nolan Smith. I think we talked about mm-hmm. him before. Um, Lucas Van Ness, um, Ka- Kalijah Canty. I wouldn't mind taking him that high. I know we got shown the rankings, but the um, like the way you could use him on third down or pass rush situations, I, I think whew, that'd be a problem for any 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 offensive line. Have him fresh on pass rushing downs, like instant like penetration from the from the middle. Um, Kalijah Canty. Lucas Van Ness, Nolan Smith, and uh and if all three of them are gone, I don't think they'll take Elijah see but who knows? But if all three of them gone, man, what I've what I've been thinking lately are like getting more like like uh used to, like if it could happen the possibility is a corner. Um more like, to Yeah. Pairing him pairing a corner like uh Joey Porter Junior, who I really like. I think we did our rankings. I think I had him as my top corner. Um but he's long. He can play press, kind of like a sauce gardener. I think he's a similar – he might be the same size as a sauce gardener. Um, similar size to sauce Gardner, similar frame. Um, very good in press. And we saw a sauce Gardner then in, in that uh, New York Jets defense on the Salah. And then you got Devin Witherspoon, who, like, he's – I think you could say he's the number one cornerback too. Like, um, just probably the funnest corner to watch um just a physical like hit you just nasty type of corner um and then you got christian gonzalez who could be the physical freak um great size as well he's like 6'2 200 something i think he ran like a 4-3 low 4-3 high 4-4 um really really good with the ball in the air um so i, I i've been more open to that too um if one of these cornerbacks you feel is the top, like they, if they feel their top corner falls and they don't think, you know, the other positions are as good, I, I would not be mad at that at all. Like, you think about uh, Richard Sherman, it was him and Browner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had, Revis had Cromarty. Um, like, it's, it's, if you think about some, some good corners, like some of the best corners, they usually have a pretty solid. Um, corner on the other side of him so and I think Nelson's contract is uh, I think this is his last year he's on a contract after this year I think so you can come away with another good corner two young corners that that turns your defense up that makes it a little easier for your pass rush to get there too so you might not have to have just a super high you know you can you can take that risk later in, in in the draft of like a uh, freaky defensive lineman who didn't really, you know, have the production in college, but he has the potential. Um, and if you give him, you giving him, you know, less time, you know, they if they're covering all day, like eventually you're going to get sacked. So um, we'll see, man. It might help out Jonathan Grenard as well. So that's just something, some, some, some positions I, I would want to see them uh, take. What are you, what is, right. How you feeling about, about these, uh, Any switches after those pro days?
1: Man, the pro days, if anything, it confirmed to me, like, what one and two, how it's going. I think if you just watch the pro days objectively and just see how the Carolina Panthers coaching staff front office react to each quarterback, I think you would take away – that they were the most enthusiastic, most excited with C.J. Stroud. And it was apparent. It was obvious. I think I, – I, I, Walker, at this point, I almost feel like – you remember how, like, during the NFL season there was an ongoing joke, and it still is on Twitter, about the NFL script,
2: you mm-hmm. know,
1: being released and NBA script being released? I feel like it is – it's almost kind of like a telltale in the NFL – but they want to keep the suspense mm-hmm. of, of draft night and they yeah. don't want it to be out the bag. I think one is CJ, the Carolina, and I think two is the Texans with Bryce Young. It yeah. just feels like that, you know? Um, that was my biggest takeaway from the pro day. So I really stay the same. I still am Bryce Young, and, and that's my QB1. And I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. Anthony Richardson take. If it's not C.J. Stroud, I mean, if it's not Bryce Young and Carolina pulls Apollo Bencaro on the on the Texans, you know, and switches on draft night, then yes, I, I think go with Anthony Richardson as well. You do still have Davis Mills. You have Case Keenum, a veteran. Let them battle it out, and if Anthony Anthony Richardson shows that he's ready, then by all means, put him out there, but I think I think he's just a freak. I think Bryce Young is a freak and how he's just so deceptive, how he manages the pocket and it's I've never seen anybody like it other than Patrick yeah. Mahomes. You know? Yeah. So that's why I'm really shocked. Like he's not a unanimous That's They're what like,
3: I'm saying. That's why I'm just like crazy. I, that's why I'm not like sold yet. I'm going to be sold until, like, maybe if it's, like, the day before, they're, like, you know, Pandas have told CJ Stroud, they're taking him one, you know, like, how they kind of did last year with Javon Walker. I think everybody knew kind of how we did with Mario, mm-hmm. told him the night before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Mario news was probably, like, one of the most devastating, like, nights of my young Texans fandom, bro. I remember that. <laughs> I remember, like, it was me and my homeboy, and uh, he had just got a car, and we were riding around. I think we were about to go to, like, CC's or something. And uh, we're listening to freaking 610, bro. Mm-hmm. Just when I barely even knew what 610 was. And Vandermeer was like, "Yeah," So they've the Texans have him for Mario Williams, that he'll be the first pick tomorrow in an NFL draft. And my heart sunk, bro. Like, I was Mm -hmm. so set on, and that's why, like, when we drafted Stingley last year, I was just so happy, like, because this never happens for me personally. Like, they never take a player that I would want, especially not high. Um, And so, like, I just remember being like, dang, like, this whole time I wanted Bush or Vince Young, and we ended up with the one that I didn't. Like, (laughs) I was just like, golly, bro, why, 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 like, why? (laughs) and so yeah man but you never you never know man until they but ah, it's so it's so like that magic thing was just messed me up bro
1: it did right because like why
3: how did they not like what 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 was the reasoning yeah like they had they had no reason to like pump fake anybody like they they didn't need to trick anybody to trading up or they didn't need to like I don't know, bro. Like I, I'm just like they paraded Jabari Smith around that whole time, like he was the first pick. And then the night before, like two nights before, like Paolo is the first pick. Like all his name is being rumored. Like the bets, all the bets are saying he's going one. Like like I've never seen nothing like that before in my life. So I I, I feel like they will take CJ, and I'm hoping it's like basketball like they were just magic were probably i think with the magic they were probably like on some you know our stars always leave us we didn't know if you because i remember that he said they had like interviewed him like like barely before the uh draft was about to happen you know i think they probably basically like we didn't know if you wanted to come here you know um Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, you know, once they had the interview with him and and got to talk to him and saw that, like, nah, I definitely would want to be the first pick, that they were like, okay, like, let's just do it. And then plus the Mike Miller thing, which also, yeah, there's also that connection of magic, which makes me think, like, I feel like the freaking um, David Mulligators of the world and whoever else is really trying to make sure that CJ does not come to Houston too. So that's another reason why I feel like he will go to to the Panthers. I feel like they're they're you know trying to reassure them and like let them know like look at look at CJ like he's a prototypical like this is who you need you know getting them they probably can get in Josh McCown's ear to get in the Frank's ear, you know what I mean. So I I feel like they're they want to do everything they can to not. Letting him come to Houston, which is why I feel like he might not get drafted here either. If he didn't go, doesn't go one, I think if he don't go one, I don't think the Texans would take him. Man, something just tells me they won't take him.
1: It'd still be Bryce. Yeah. Like if if they if the Panthers take Richardson or something, and then it's Bryce and CJ on the board, you, yeah, it'd you, still be Bryce. You, yeah, and for that sure. yeah,
3: and that's another thing. Like that's a good point too. Like I heard, yeah, I heard the Panthers are like. Basically, that they're looking at. I've heard it all actually, but I heard like the Panthers are like really locked in on CJ and, and Anthony Richardson. Um, but then Todd McShay is saying like he has a guy who never gets the draft wrong that he's going to, that says that Panthers are going to take Bryce. So it's just like,
1: <laughs> yeah, Come and, on.
3: yeah. McShay was like, this guy is never, never wrong. But he also did say in that interview like, he'll let me know if things change types, st- type stuff. But um, he was like, yeah, this is my guy. He never, he never gets these things wrong. <clears throat> so they probably did trade up for Bryce. And then I feel like they, the more they got to know CJ, the more they felt more comfortable um, with that. I don't know. We'll see, man. It's, that's days, why I just don't know, man.
1: Pro days just felt like it. Like I don't know. Yeah, did you get like that same was... feeling? Like from all the quarterbacks' pro days, Carolina touting CJ Stroud the most. Yeah, ago?
3: it felt like. Yeah, at the at, I mean, I don't know if it was. It would. it been interesting to see if he wasn't the first guy. That would have been more interesting to see how they reacted, you know, but just from all of the interactions, they seemed the most excited when they when they got the CJ. Like they just they just seem the most, especially McCown. Like he just seems just like like super like in the CJ. Um I saw a video of like them at uh the pro day for what's his name? Um Anthony Richardson and like Thomas Brown was really talking to Anthony Richardson a lot. He's the OC, so um I think they I don't think they're gonna take Bryce, but it's just like you never know. I I just keep talking myself in and out of it because I think that owner is the one who wanted Bryce, but I don't think the football people want, like I don't think the GM or the coaches want Bryce. I think it's more of a David Tepper thing.
1: That'd be interesting if the owner overrules the football people,
3: you know? Yeah. And I heard he won't do that. I already won't do that because apparently he did that with Matt Rule and that didn't work out. So. We'll see, man. But we what what at twelve, what are you thinking though?
1: Ooh. Okay. I texted you, I think, earlier this week or maybe late last week, and I feel like I agree with you. I, I like Jackson Smith and Jigba. I wish he was there at twelve, but I got a feeling Chicago traded back because that's who they wanted all along.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That or that are a defensive player, but if you look at their free agency, they went Defense heavy, mm-hmm. so that leads me to believe that they're gonna, in the draft at least at the with their first couple picks, try to build around Justin Fields, yep. and they got DJ Moore. They do have uh, Daryl Mooney, I believe his name is wide receiver yeah, Darnell Mooney. Yep. Darnell Mooney. Okay, and um, he showed flashes, but Smith, Jackson Smith and Jigba, he's he's the one this this draft and. You can pair that with already with a, a one that they traded for in DJ Moore, pair that with Mooney, and then just continue to build off of that. I think Chicago would be in a nice place. So I think what that leaves at 12 is that's going to be Jordan Addison, Quint Johnston, mm. uh, Zay Flowers. And I think the Texans are going to feel comfortable traded back. That's my prediction. Mm. I think you will see a second year in a row. Nick Casario will and deal. With the Cleveland pick to get more picks. And we'll see how that turns out. But
3: probably I think do it, that and trade back again to the second or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe get more, you know. But I do. I think it's going to be Quentin Johnson. If he takes a wide receiver in the first, I just got a feeling it's going to be Quentin Johnson. I think. Yeah. I think they, he likes him. Yeah. I think he likes him. And I think Nick Casario is trying to draft like, home talent if you will i know he's like from the dallas area but like just texas uh college players you know or people mm-hmm. that were born in texas and quentin johnson that's interesting that
3: would be yeah because yeah he has drafted a good amount of texas players houston area players mm-hmm. um i feel like, it. yeah stankley's from louisiana maybe it's like he feels that would bring more play. fan engagement fan engagement or like maybe they'll play a little harder
1: mm, good point yep you good know, point.
3: being from here because you mm, don't really get that like are oh, you right i never really noticed how many like just people from texas he's drafting and you don't really get that same you know that same like people are in NFL are playing for a check but like petrie you know it's a little different it's like this is my home city right you know kenyon green You know, he's from here too. He's a little more relaxed, but you can tell you looking in shape. Oh yeah, he I saw a picture of him, lost a lot of weight. It looked like
1: looking lean and cut.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Need it, bro. They need it. He needs I need if he if he if he like has a big season and and can step up, man, that, that the improvement the whole offense will make will be drastic. Drastic. Truly.
1: Truly. Like it don't matter who they put at center, you know, because yeah, you're gonna have dogs on both sides, mm-hmm. you know. But at twelve, if it's not wide receiver, I always kind of thought like pass rusher, the best mm-hmm. available pass rusher. But after me hearing too. Nolan Smith talk at the combine, we talked <sighs> about that on the last pod. He's just a Texan to me. He was he's what they should want to build their franchise around these type of players, you know? And he, no pun intended because he played at Georgia, but he's a dog, man. He
3: I heard him a talk dog. on a um, Pat McAfee show, and he was, you're right, bro. Everything, he's, he's like, he studied like math in college. I think he got, yeah, I think he was like a mathematician or something like that. He's okay. just like a well-rounded <laughs> human being.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. He
3: just seems like a world, like hearing him talk, like, he seems wise beyond his years seems very grounded very aware very self-aware he seems very driven very team like you said very team oriented very like cult. he is a culture builder yeah that's what you're, they're that's what you're yeah that's what you're saying like he is a cult like he is the Miko Ryans type of culture building guy
1: mm-hmm. so
3: and I, I'm starting to feel like
1: he might go to a team like Philly. He might go to a mm-hmm. team like Tennessee maybe. He might He might go earlier than what I'm hoping, you know. So I think the Texans will draft wide receiver because there is such a need for it. They, after trading Cooks to Dallas, they need a wide receiver. Like, Yeah. They I think they got – yeah.
3: I will want to see how they play it cuz I think if they do, I think if they don't take a receiver at 12 there's good potential that you could either let one fall to at 33 or you could trade back up into the first round mm-hmm. if one falls that you really like get better That's value. A
1: That's a good point. I uh I didn't really think about a corner till you said it and I feel like I might have even seen you say it on Twitter but now I'm kind of thinking about it more because there's a lot of good ones.
3: Oh, bro, it's there's a lot. I didn't realize it. Like when I like the season, like uh, college football season ended, and we kind of was getting more into the draft. I was like, man, this class, this this corner class is kind of man. I guess as compared to last year, the star talent was crazy. Um, but like this year, like there's a lot of cornerbacks I like a lot. I think, um. If you can get, like, we talked about him already. Emmanuel Forbes, even though he's super skinny, like he ran a four three six effortlessly. Like he just needs to, he just need to put on some weight. And you're playing corner, you don't really, you don't gotta be that big. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> I just need you to cover. You know, I just need you to cover, and and, and that's it. Like I'm not expecting you to make no no tackles in the open field, but um,
1: he's a ball. You,
3: yeah yeah i think he has the most like either pick sixes in A C C sec history or interception something like that um uh, you got julius Brent from kansas state tall rangy corner um you got banks from maryland the corners we already named um you got it's just a lot of dbs you got uh brian branch who probably will play a lot of nickel corner um it's a deep, it's a really deep corner class. I think you're going to find a lot of value steals in this corner class again.
1: So I would love that. I would absolutely love that. that uh, this got real smoky in the apartment. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, but, nah, corner. So now I'm open to that because, hey, if the wide receiver you want gets picked, why force it? There, there yeah. are some good wide receivers that i watched at the uh, uh, senior bowl that looked really good. Rasheed Rice in the second. Maybe Zay Flowers does fall to the second. You can get him at the top. Or Josh Downs. You put me on a Josh Downs. Josh and Downs. I really, Mingo. I really like him. Mingo. Mm-hmm. I like Mingo. Yeah. Ole Miss. You know, yeah. don't miss out on that again. You could have had Metcalf. You could have had A.J. Brown. Don't miss out on that again. Uh, so – yeah, I wouldn't be against that at all. And there's, man, there's some really good ones coming out next year. So, why, why uh, draft high this year? You're gonna have two picks next year. See how it falls. Like, can you closer. imagine
3: that freaking corner? Like Derek Stingley, Ooh. like, and then you got another one that's tough to throw on. Like that's kind of what happened with the Jets too. Yeah. Like, DJ Reed was a really good corner. He's one of the, one of the better. Like I feel like, um. I don't know how many touchdowns they gave up, but from, I think like if you go by like the PFF type grades, those type of things, I think he was one of the better corners in the NFL along with sauce too. So, Um, and it's not like they have just a super great pass rushers. They got Quentin Williams for sure. Um, But like, it's not like they have the, 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 just, you know, most world known edges. I think they got Carl Lawson and, I can't even think the other edge rusher's name. So it's just like we we seen flashes from Gennard. It would have been cool to keep Alcarazco. Um, um, yeah. You know, but if you if you get them corners, you know, where it's tough to it's they they got the receivers on lock, man, and and you know your your your, your linebackers are playing a little better coverage. So I think that's really where we got killed. That um, it's like it's a drastic difference. You gotta think they were number one last year in um, past touchdowns given up. Um, probably because their run defense was her- ter- terrible, but but still, like as bad as the defense one that they they never gave up any passing touchdowns, and I think they were seventh in interceptions. So, mm-hmm. like, you take that to another level, bro. Like, it's hard. It's, it could be tough, especially if you gotta throw on. Two ball, you get Gonzalez because I think most people feel like Ooh. Gonzalez is the best corner. You get two ball hawks, six them two. And like, and they're very similar in size. I feel like I think they're pretty similar athletes too.
1: Man corners that could also play zone.
3: Man, oh my god! Like you oh. get, you got both of them. You got Jalen Petrie and we got Jimmy Ward. You know, <laughs> you gonna like, your, your, your defensive line will find a way to get get to the quarterback they got enough time because they can't you know you can't you can't block somebody forever and
1: you got them on a rookie deal (laughs) that's crazy yeah well we'll be talking about draft talk definitely leading up to the draft this is only April 2nd today so I think the draft starts April twenty sixth or 27th on Thursday so we'll definitely be talking and probably giving our final predictions Uh, And even maybe doing a first round ball. That's what we should probably end up doing. Mm -hmm. See how it plays out for real in real life compared to ours. But uh, Walker, I want to transition to another Houston team. They're actually ending their season. And shoot, we'll be talking about their draft talk coming up. Rockets have like three games left. And I think they played their third tonight versus the Lakers. Uh, What, with the season kind of nearing its end, how are you? Kind of feeling about the season. What have you learned from the players, the organization, and where do you think they need to go this offseason?
3: Um, I think the season is it was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, I think just from a development standpoint, I think we expected to see them look at least like a, a, a basketball team, at least like be able to play defense this year, like a little better look like they're like, they're trying a little more. So I think, um, I think that's mainly coaching. So, but I think I expected them to look a little bit better. The um, Jalen green, I, I think he played about what I expected to sky. I think he's on that right trajectory. I think he's averaging like 22 points this year, um, which is about what I expected. And next year I expect him to be around 25. I think he's going to take another leap. Um, just because I think he has so much experience and the game is going to slow down so much more next year. And he's already getting to the free throw line as much as anybody in the NBA. So um, I expect him to take a big leap. I thought KPJ would look a little better at point guard this year. That didn't happen. Um, but he still, he, he still has a role. He can still have a role on this team. I think he's still a very capable shooter and score. Um, Jabari Smith <clears throat> had a really, really, really rough start to the year. Um, came around though here lately, he showed the, he showed the defense all year in the hustle. His shots just wasn't falling for whatever reason. Um, you know, I kind of was expecting him to shoot way better to start. I thought he was going to shoot way like closer to 36, 37%, but, um, eventually he'll get there. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, off season of strengthening up and just, um, you know, getting, getting more experience and just being used to the, the NBA will help. Um, and then you know, Shingun was really, really good this year. He uh, even though he wasn't used how he should have been, but only like I say, a third or a fourth of the season, he was actually used right, and uh, he showed um, his his capabilities um, on the offensive end. He still has a lot of work to do on the defensive end, but like he he's he showed he can be very, very valuable to a team. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, I just. Like I said, I, I didn't expect them to be looking like an AAU team again this year. I thought it was going to be – I thought it was going to be way better than this. Like I thought they would be closer to uh, what the Thunder looked like this year um, around that area, you know, like kind of compete for the play-in. <clears throat> Maybe not making the play-in, but trying to compete for it. And so it was a bit disappointing. I didn't expect them to keep silence the whole year, but I guess if you're a if you're stone, you're, you're trying to – find a way to make sure you can be in this this lottery to get um victor so i kind of understand it but silas has got to go um that's really what i've learned like i, I thought he had to go last year <clears throat> but he for sure has to go this year that that's really my man he's just not he can't he just he just this isn't for him maybe one day he can coach a, a veteran team but he, he's, he's hurting their development. He's not teaching them anything. He's not listening to his coaches. Did you hear, did you hear the quote about him saying, um, uh, it's like two of his assistants, like the guy from the G's I can't think of his name right now, but the guy from the G league that they moved up this year told him to like use Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen green and pick and roll more. He was like, they told me to do that months. (laughs) He said, they told me to do that months ago. And then they did it the other night, and they looked good doing it. And he he shouldn't even he I I think he should have kept that to himself personally, because that yeah. only makes him look bad. <laughs> like wait hello. so you know wait so the thing that looked good, you were told to try that months ago, and you didn't. You know like he he just he seems like a great person, human being, mm-hmm. like but he's just not he's just not a coach for the Rockets. Yeah, man, he said he wasn't even running plays for. Ju- <laughs> When he said that, that's when I was really done with him. He, he, yeah, said, that we, he said we didn't even run plays for Jabari. He wasn't using Goon to his fullest potential. Like, it's just a lot. He just wasn't doing help develops. And he didn't play Ty Ty very much. He didn't play Josh Christopher very much to her lately. Um, plays Knicks way too much. He's just yeah, – I, I just can't wait till he's gone, man. Even though yeah. I see, he seems like a great guy.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And – I've seen somebody post – I did see the post you are talking about with um, uh, him saying about that pick and roll. I think the guy – coach is named Muhammad, after Muhammad or something. I, I forgot, but the G League coach, you're right. And then I saw a post that described it perfectly. Silas is a good assistant coach for a coach where the head coach is a tough, holds the players accountable, is the authoritarian pretty much, and then Silas reaffirms the players with a kinder message, delivers it in a better way. But when he's the head coach, they end up not respecting him after mm-hmm. a while because they're listening and being held accountable more by the assistant coaches that you know are tougher on them than the head coach. And I think that's kind of what happened here. I think the players like him, respect him, they love him. But it, it, he's not – he's not given the same like Lucas holds him accountable. Lucas is in there shooting with him and you know man, I just I agree with that. He gotta go. Uh as far as I agree with you, this season was disappointing. I think we both had a little more optimism going into it, thinking that, you know, Jalen Green was gonna take a next step. KPJ was going to take that next step. And their talent was just going to overcome any bad coaching or, you know, it was just going to take over. And sometimes it did, but a lot of times, like you said, the uh, bad rotations, the bad uh, minutes that were being handed out to players that felt like didn't deserve it, time in and time out, while other players in their short minutes were proving so much more uh, I hope those players that you mentioned, like Christopher, Tai ty I hope those players stay on this team because it's going to be a lot different next year. And I do believe there will be a new coach. I don't know who that is. And we can talk about, you know, who our maybe preferred candidates are because uh, there have been reports that have come out. But like you said, uh, player-wise, Jalen Green, he, he showed he's him, but I just want him to take it over. Like how Jabari kind of wants those shots in the big moments, Jalen Green like demand that shit. Like KPJ, you have gotten so much better in front of us, in front of the NBA. Houston is always going to be your home, but I I don't know I don't I don't know what your long term role with this team is, and I hate it because I love Kevin Porter Jr. He had such a great night last night. But Harden, I believe, is coming back. So is Harden going to take a backup role, or is KPJ willing to? That's going to be the answer. And you and I both know we shaking our heads. I don't think so. I don't think so. So to be determined, Jabari oh, yeah. Smith, he's that dude. You put me on him, uh, Walker, and he's been – struggling shooting, shoot him, but he's also had moments since the All-Star break where he's shown he's going to be all right. He's going to be able to get it. And Shingun, I think Shingun, me and you have talked about it, and it's like, man, he feels like almost like a trade piece. Almost like somebody who's not for the long term, especially if they get Wim Victor Wimbunye, or however you say his name. (laughs) name. I know I just butchered that. But, man, he also has moments where you're just like, Man, it can work. Maybe he's on a nominally. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he – maybe it works with us with him, you know. Like, he's, he plays like a king, you know, like he's a rocket. You know, especially if Victor goes to San Antonio, they can get their little foreign, you know, international player, and we'll keep Shingoon and that's what we'll rock with. But they need a rim protector. And for everything Shingun is, he is not that. And never yeah. will be, it feels like. You know? Yeah, it's, so, it's too small. So who would be maybe some of your preferred coaches or even players you would like to see them go after?
3: Um, man, I really I saw I saw a report that Nick Nurse is somebody they're gonna go after. Um I would really like I think he'd be really good for us, um, championship coach. Coached in the G League Vipers, Rio Grande Valley. Ooh, um, wow. Yeah, that's I he was that. he was with the with the Vipers, um, so he's familiar with the organization, man. Uh, only thing is, like, I talked to some people from Toronto, like fans, and they were saying that he's like, he's a really good coach, but he actually has the right team. Um, he kind of plays. He's they say they actually say he's not really good at developing players, so. I don't know how good, you know, that would be for us, but um they're saying if you have like the players around him like they have a, you have the right players for him, he's really really good. Um yeah. another one would be Frank Vogel. I really like the idea of Frank Vogel um <laughs> championship coach again with uh the Lakers, had the Pacers. He had he had some of the best years with the Pacers like that they had in recent memory since uh, Reggie Miller, um, like you, those Paul George teams with Roy Hibbert and David West, like they were competing with Braun and Miami heat. So um, he did a really good job there. And I think he'd be really good for, for this team. They just need, they need to be like held more, way more accountable on defensive end. Um, so I kind of, I kind of want somebody like who's going to hold them accountable. Um, but yeah, as far, as far as coaches, those probably be my man, too. Even uh, Becky Hammond. I know it seems like we're like they don't respect uh, Silas, but I think they would respect Hammond. I think they would respect Better Becky too. Hammond, um, especially if she's the first uh, female head coach. I actually think a lot of these players on the team, like, hold women in high esteem just from I what agree. I've seen. So um, I, I think that would actually be a good fit. And, yeah, as far as players, man, like you said it, man, I think Harden, if he can come back, especially if they get Victor. I was thinking about this today, driving home. Like, if they can get Victor and get Harden, like, he's going to get Victor at least 23. Victor will probably average 23 points a game just from Harden. Like, that's how good Harden is in pick and roll. So, um, if we can't get Harden – I think, like you said before, you've you've kind of mentioned this before. So it might happen um, if they can make a trade for Jalen Brown. People have been talking about that a lot. I think that's something that uh, those would probably be the two biggest moves I think, as far as like players in the NBA you could make.
1: Mm, man, I, I feel like Harden is almost like the how we're talking about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. It's almost feeling like it's already written in the stars. Harden returning to Houston already feels like it's written in the stars. Like, that just feels like it's meant to happen again. So if he comes back, you know he's going to bring some players with him. Harden, Jalen Green, Jalen Brown, Jabari Smith, and Victor Wim- When when I, I don't know why his last name is tripping me up so goddamn bad, but even if it was Shingun or even if it was – Say so they went after like Clint Capella or Miles Miles Turner. Like Houston is going to be a lot different next year. There's going to be some fan favorite players that are not going to be here. I know that the Jalen Brown trade was discussed this week. That's the one that kind of scares me, to be honest, because I feel like Boston is going to. They got to get. They got to. They got to get their worth you know, for their player, because he's good. And what does that look like? I'm not trying to trade Jabari Smith. I'm not trying to trade Tari Eason. I don't want to trade Josh Christopher. I want them to be out. They're going to get get their worth. They're going to get their worth. Is that all the Nets picks? I don't really want to do that, you know, because the Nets, they're going to be all right, but they could be one of the worst teams in the near future. And we got their picks for for a while. So I just, like, I don't really want to come off of that. And I feel like Harden, we could just get for the free, you know, Mm. just (laughs) sign him to a contract free agency, you know? Yeah. And I think Jalen Brown, as good as a player he is, I don't really want that. Like, I would love to see him go to, like, Memphis – Go him mm-hmm. him and job Morant be, you know, go take over that conference or division or have him go to, like, shit. Atlanta. Atlanta, maybe, or there's a lot of teams. I feel like they would trade him to the West for sure. Oh, yeah. Like maybe San Antonio gets Victor. Maybe San Antonio gets Victor, and they want to trade for a star right away to pair with him we'll
0: mm-hmm. give him Jalen
1: Brown. Or you know maybe Dallas, I don't know. I don't. They, whoever gets them's going to have to trade for them. I just don't want it to be the Rockets because you know they're going fucking. They're going either get Jabari or Tari. They can have Jay Tate if they want. I hate. I would hate to do that, but they can have. <laughs> I don't want them getting Christopher. Well, who would they take? Would they take Kevin Porter
3: Jr.? Mm, maybe. He
1: could be a two for
3: them. He'd be yeah.
1: their shooting guard.
3: They probably would, but they. But you're right. They probably would want at least one, if not two, of Shingoon, Jabari Tari. They would want one. One of them at least, at the minimal.
1: And I'm not. I'm not with that. I don't want yeah. that. As much as I like Jalen Brown, I'm not. I don't want that. So, but if he's a free agent and they don't have to trade for them, then by all means, yeah, go go, sign Harden and Jalen Brown, and let's get it mm-hmm. popping. Like, Let the OGs or your older guys show the young guys how to win. Show them how to do it. Mm-hmm. And Harden already did it in this city. Jalen Brown has done it with a, another organization at a high level. So, yeah, I would love that. But as far as coaches, I agree with you. I Like, I'm kind of On Nick Nurse, I'm kind of not. Like, the year he won, he had Kawhi. And they, you know, got kind of lucky. They, you know, they won it. You know, they beat a good Golden State team, but Golden State got hurt. Kawhi made that lucky shot versus Philly. It bounced in game seven. Like, that was crazy. It It was just their time, their moment. And I don't know how much of a part he played in that. You know, to be determined, I guess, once he leaves Toronto, because it seems like an exit's coming. It'd be interesting to see how that looks. But I like the Texans got a former player in D'Amico Ryans, who's now a coach. I don't know why, Walker, but this name is always mentioned and nothing ever comes of it. But Sam Cassell, why not bring a player who's won it? who's a coach now, wanted in the city at the highest level, probably would get former players to start talking good about the Rockets in the media like a Kenny Smith, maybe a Charles Barkley. You know, they would definitely start getting national respect again. But then also, I think the players would definitely respect them. Uh, Becky Hammond, you've told me that before, and I've always been on board since you said it. Uh, I love the idea of that. She's going to be an a, a NBA head coach one day. Why not? Why not us? Why not? So that's kind of how I feel. It's going to be an interesting offseason. And it's going to be a really good playoffs if we really talk about it in the NBA this year, I think, in the West mm-hmm. and in the East. But definitely for the Rockets this offseason for sure. What are your thoughts on. Uh, who do you got coming out the West and East? What's your early predictions? We'll get into it more later, but
3: um, that's a good question. Um, the East, I'll probably go. Uh, I'll probably go with Boston again, and then the West. That's a tough one. Um, it's so it's so bunched up and. Oh, maybe Memphis. They, I think they're getting healthy again. I think, yeah, I'll go with Memphis. I'm going to go with Memphis, man. John Morant gets to his first final.
1: I would love that, especially all he's been through. Like, I would really love that. But who'd you say out the east? You said Boston? Mm Mm-hmm, Boston. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I think Boston. Philly would be nice. Maybe but,
3: Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, maybe Milwaukee. They're starting to come together, but they just got the brakes beat off <laughs> by Boston. I don't know. But didn't Philly Harden just get hurt or
3: something? Yeah, like, he just came back, I think.
1: Oh, okay.
3: his, his Achilles was hurt.
1: Oh, shit. That's not yeah. my favorite. I ain't never <laughs> favorite. uh uh-uh. oh. But, yeah, then I'm going to go Boston then. But out the west? Man, I think if they can get healthy, I I really fucking think the Lakers could sneak or fuck around and do it. Like, they really That's got crazy. a squad that if in a seven-game series, they are a problem. They are a matchup problem for any team. It's just they haven't really played together for a long time, long enough time. They're not healthy consistently. You know, if they can somehow find a way, like, I really feel like they're going to be a problem in another team Golden State. Mm, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You can't count them if out in the seven-game yeah. series, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, if they get hot.
1: And, I, yeah, they're just the king of a seven-game series. Like, you you can look like you go and beat them, and then they'll come back. I've seen them do it. Like, fuck, Golden State. I hate that about them. Like, I hate that shit. So I will never count them out. I don't care what their road record is this year. That doesn't matter. What's their playoff road record like? So that's how I kind of feel. But uh, now, moving on, the Astros started their season. I think right now they're 2-2 two and two versus the White Sox. Uh, I know we're not the biggest. We ain't even going front like we're the biggest yeah. baseball heads, you know. But it is exciting, especially since they're coming off a championship. Those gold jerseys looking pretty fly on opening day. Walker, I ain't going yeah, to lie
3: actually, Yeah, I actually did check out some of that opening day game. Um, didn't they lose that game? They did, man. That pitcher for the White Sox was killing.
1: Man, he cold-blooded.
3: As soon as they took him out, he, they uh gave that lead up. But uh, I, I actually was trying to get into watching some more baseball this year, man. and It, it did move way faster with that clock. I will say that. Um, mm. They went through those first two innings of the game. I watched quick, like super fast. So um, I will try to catch some more. Like if they're on at night... Probably try to catch some more of those games. Probably like the afternoon and stuff, games, I probably won't. But try to catch some some Astros games every now and then. Usually I only watch it in like the uh, playoffs. But they have some big games. I'm going try to try to check it out from time to time.
1: Yeah. See if it can uh, carry us into the NFL season. You know? <laughs> Rockets about to end. Yeah. But. Uh, have you been keeping up with this uh college uh men's and women's basketball? The women's just ended. LSU ended up defeating Iowa. But have you been keeping up with uh the men's?
3: I haven't, man. Um I, I honestly was like super big in the college basketball like these past two years because Cade Cunningham was there, Evan Mobley was there, and we had a you know, we had to uh I had a scout to see, you know. Who potentially we can get because we needed to get that top four pick. So um, I was watching a little bit more then, even even like KG, I didn't really watch that much. Um, but last year I was big, I was big on it. Like I was watching it more than I ever had. That's because you had Jabari Smith playing. I I watched a lot of Paolo's games. I watched a lot of Chet's games. I watched all three of them players a lot. So um, I was way more into it last year. Um, and this year, you didn't really have any like victors in France and scoots in the G League. Um, a the the, the twins, Amen and the Soar Thompson twins are in overtime. So it's like the best the best players weren't really in college basketball this year. I feel like um, there wasn't a lot of star power this year. So like I didn't really I didn't really watch I didn't really watch many like college basketball games. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it was pretty bad this year. I, I, I know I tried to check out to see if Texas, like, I had some, you know, I wanted to see Texas win to get the Final Four. Houston, I wanted to get to the Final Four, but both of them lost. So, after that happened, I kind of really lost interest.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. And I really <laughs> thought they was going to do it this year.
3: Yeah. Right? I'm like, bro, U of H always goes to the Final Four. In Texas, I really thought, you, I thought, oh, this they got something like, but uh, apparently, one I think one of the best players got hurt, so mm-hmm. they couldn't, they couldn't quite, they were, and I feel like they were beating Miami. They were beating Miami pretty good, cause I stopped watching.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, Miami came back on them. It was like, what the fuck? And then Miami to lose the way they did versus UConn, it was like that should have been the. The Cougs, man. They should have had the chance, but that's sometimes the way it goes. But it seemed like they really building a legit program over there in third war. Like, they really are turning something into a powerhouse, almost something that's had some longevity with Kelvin Sampson. So, that's interesting to see. But I think what we got, UConn now or San Diego State. And uh, that that is going to be interesting. UConn looked pretty dominant. First Miami was kind of controlling the game the entire time, but San Diego State hit a like game winner the last seconds versus FAU. Were you able to
3: catch that game? I didn't catch the game, but I saw the highlight, and that was crazy.
1: What? That was wild. That was wild. NRG. That for that for those games to be in NRG, that court just looks so small. Like basketball don't belong in that big old football stadium.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They don't. Like at all. At I don't all. know why I thought those games were in Toyota Center whenever I first I was like, oh, why are the Rockets still playing? I don't think i to get ready to set up, but I forgot it's in the freaking NRG.
1: And they play they play tomorrow night. They play tomorrow night, so that's, that's, that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I'm, yeah, I would have figured they would have did Toyota, who's known for hosting game basketball games. But I guess with the season still going on, Rockets couldn't do it. But uh, transitioning, it's kind of football versus basketball for the city of Houston. And this question that I'm setting up is uh, Texans and Rockets are kind of in a similar position. They're both in a rebuild. I would say maybe Rockets are a little further along, maybe a year ahead. But they're going to be probably picking at the top of the draft again this season or this offseason. Texans are picking number two this year after picking number three. And it's an important draft. We've been talking about it. The Rockets, though, they have a, a chance to get a generational player. So I kind of want to pose it, Walker. What is more important for the city of Houston? For the Texans to get Bryce Young or for the Rockets to get Victor Wimba. How do you say his last name?
3: Wimbayana.
1: Wimbañana. I will not Wimbana. forget that. <laughs> Wimba But what would be more important for the city of Houston?
3: Uh it's, I think it's easily, clearly, um, Victor and Bayana. As much as I love Bryce Young, and I think he's a special talent, man. Football is not, like, one person doesn't impact football as much. I mean, unless you're Tom Brady and you're taking pay cuts. But, like, the, the impact that Victor will have alone by himself is is, like, having, like, three or four stars on a, on a defense of a football team, you know, um, he's, he's gonna, yeah. I think that's, that's pretty easy, man. just the impact of basketball. One person can make, and especially, um, a guy who's being compared to like LeBron coming out as far as like the talent he has and, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like if they get, if they get him, man, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be franchise altering, I think. I think whoever gets him is going to be franchise altering for them. Like, I think he's yeah. going to win. He's going to win cha- at least one championship in his career. I think so.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And that's a, that's a really good point. As much as a franchise quarterback is important nowadays in the NFL, you can still be a really good NFL team without one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the NBA – Every now and then, so every so many years, there's a generational player that comes along, like a LeBron. And I think they already said that it boosts the franchise's worth billions
3: or something, yeah, billions. Like Billy, yeah, it, is, it was billions for sure. And we felt that
1: impact as kids or younger when uh, Yao Ming got drafted mm-hmm. by the Rockets, how that changed from an international for scale. Sips,
3: for, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, way more, way more like footage, like rah, you got way more media coverage. Um, yeah, All, it's like uh, franchise season.
1: Yeah, so um, it's gonna be. Whew, sorry, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I think it would be wild though if the Houston comes away with both. If Texans yeah. get Bryce Young, if they get their franchise quarterback. And then the Rockets get this generational player, which is very possible, which is very – it almost seems like it's I don't even set up fix for it. Yeah,
3: I don't even uh, fix my mouth or, like, mind to believe that they can get him. I won't allow myself to even get that excited. Yeah, If it happens, I'll be so happy, but I don't – I just – I can't allow myself to be let down like that because <laughs> that'll be – that'll be something, like, I don't even think you can put, like, the impact of that, like, the franchise, especially in Houston, getting a player of that magnitude. Um, That's, like, that's literally like you're getting LeBron James. That's, that's like, how big of an impact it is, though. Um, When
1: you already have, you know, the young Kobe or the mm -hmm. young KD on the team, you know? Mm Mm-hmm young James Harden on the team, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Young jo- Jokic on the yeah. team already. Like, oh, my God. It wouldn't even be fair because if they keep Shingun starting, then Victor starting, and then Jabari at the three, like, good luck. Good luck scoring, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh shit that it's going to be special, but I agree with you. I I think he would be more important. So that's kind of what I want to transition to, to this top five. Houston sports, Rockets, Texans, hell, even Astros. They need things. Um, Obviously Texans need a franchise quarterback. Rockets need Victor. They need a center. They need a point guard. Maybe they need stuff they need a coach they need so i wanted to try to list it based off of that what would your top five most important needs be for the houston sports teams Um, oh that's 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 a good one yeah so i can go first you can go first it does not matter but um, i'm ready to get into this i'm interested to see how your list plays out
3: um I think, yeah, I think for, yeah, for all the, I don't really, like you said, I don't really know Astros as much, um, but I think number five for me would probably be a, uh, a, um, like a a rim protector for the Rockets, um, I think that would drastically change, just the impact how they can, how this young team can play. If they got somebody to protect the rim, who can get out and they can run and they can they can get easy buckets, see the ball go in the hole. They try harder on defense. They, you know, um, I think that'll make a, a huge impact on, on the team if they can get a, a rim protector. Um, number four, uh, I'm gonna go center for the Texans. I think uh, we talked about this before. I think that's a super vital position for that offense and and, and something they need Um, just because all we have is what Quisenberry and I think somebody from Miami. Um, So they got to get that. I think they have to, they have to use that second round pick in my opinion to get to to make sure they get that center. Cause there's no telling like what's going to happen if, if teams take like both, I think Joe Tipman has been talked about more and more, as one of the yeah. top centers, and John Mitchell Schwartz, there's no telling they could get taken both in the first round. You never know, so um, you want to be able to get. I think you want to be able to get one of these centers um, who could come in and start immediately, um, and then three would probably be um, point guard for the Rockets. Um, that's very necessary. They, they they need a point guard super bad. Um, just somebody who can control the, the tempo and uh, set the table and, and kind of just get everything set um, so they actually look like a basketball team. And then two, I'll go um, QB for the Texans. Um, Like we said earlier, man, we, we, we can't roll out Davis Mills again, our case Keenum, and expect, you know, to, to do anything for the future, um, and I don't think you I don't think you want to risk passing up on one of these guys, and they end up turning into a, a Hall of Fame QB or a Super Bowl winning QB, and you passed on them because you thought you could get a better one the next year, and you might not even be able to get one next year. You know, you're you know having your luck. You know, um, you either don't get a top pick like you didn't this year, or you know you can't even trade up to get them, or they don't play as good as you were expecting like Spencer Rattler did that one year and Sam Howell did that one year. So, um, you know, it's just too many factors. I think they need to go ahead and, 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 and get their QB cause that's a big need for the Texans. I think they would have won at least six games last year if they had a solid QB. Um, I really do. I think they would beat the Browns. I think they beat the bears. Um, maybe even they get another one between the, um, colts like they probably get another one of the colts and you might even have got one out of um out of the broncos or chiefs or cowboys you might have you might have found a way to sneak one of those out so um they get a qb man i think i think they have the infrastructure set up to be able to sustain a team that can be successful for five six seven years um and then number one is is Coach for the Rockets. I think that's mm-hmm. the most important need right now. They need to get a coach who can come in and show these kids how to play and the right way and how to win, more importantly. So um hey man, those are those are my five right there.
1: Yeah. We will have very similar ones. If not in the same order, very similar. So I'll go ahead and get into it. Number five for me is Texan Center. Really for all the same reasons you mentioned. They pretty much got every position on the line solidified at this point, especially if Kenyon Green takes that next step. They need a center that they can hold down for a few years. I feel like they've had some you know, some sh- revolving doors really since Nick Martin left, really since Ben Jones didn't resign in free agency. Uh, so they need to go ahead and figure that out. And really, they didn't figure that out. And free agency, so they got to do it in the draft. Like you said, they're going to have to pick one high now. They left it up to that. Since they didn't address it, they're going to have to. Probably pick 33, if anything. Uh, or if they get more picks, to take one in the second. Also, uh, I think there's a good one from Michigan. I don't know how to say his name. But I think he'll be a good one, too. Maybe on the about third. It. Yeah, I don't know his name, but you know who I'm talking about. He, He's a good, from what I read on him, like a good run blocker. He's nasty. Uh, so just in case, that could be a fallback option. Number four, Rockets get a point guard starting, whether that's James Harden or a legit backup. Get us a backup. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Like, if they freaking get the second pick, you're, you would think they would take Scoot Henderson, but then what does that do with KPJ? I don't know. That is that is going to be the questions question of the offseason. Is KPJ okay with being a backup or playing a different position? That will be to be determined. Um, number three for me is Texans getting a wide receiver one. They traded Brandon Cooks. You're gonna have a young rookie quarterback. If you want him to succeed, you got to give him some weapons. Why not give him a safety valve, someone he can rely on, depend on, count on? Wide receiver one. Do it, Texans. Make it happen. Uh, number two. Number two. I had it a certain way till I heard your top five, and then I switched my one and two. So uh, two is the same as yours. Texans getting a franchise Q- QB, uh, whether that's Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson, this draft that needs to happen. They cannot go into another season with just Case Keenum and Davis Mills. Please, for the love of God, do not make me watch another eight or 16 games of Davis Mills. Seems like a great guy. Just
3: can't do it. Yeah, he seems like a really good guy. You, do you think they're going to take C.J. Stroud if he's there? like no, gone. I don't. Because I know we have talked about this before, and I think you even brought it up before me about, you know, the agent thing. Yeah. Like, it'll be crazy if, like, that that decision has to be made. Like, I would will, I will really be interested to see what they do. I know. Maybe they trade down with a team who wants C.J.,
1: Who knows? Take a chance. and just hope that Bryce would still be there. Because I think they want Bryce. Bryce seems like they got D'Amico. D'Amico just made their comment, you know, Mm -hmm. about how he's like, oh, I think Bryce Young's height ain't going to affect him at all. Like, I think he's going to
3: do good. That's interesting you said about D'Amico, because he also was like, there's two top QBs at the top, and we're looking to add one. And the two top QBs are CJ and Bryce, so they probably yeah. do like bro like CJ. Yeah. This is so It's like this is whole so, uh, like mind boggling for me this whole draft because I I'm telling myself no, they don't they wouldn't take CJ but then I think like well oh, they got uh his QB coach. Well not his QB coach, but like a Elite Eleven coach who's worked with him before and um mm-hmm. um Johnson. He used to play at U not U Bay, Texas A and M. I think it was Gerard Johnson. Yeah. Um, and he was like, he was the QB coach at Elite 11, like he worked at Elite 11. Um, so it's like they have they have experience with CJ and somebody who knows him personally, uh, which I don't know if they had that when they took Deshaun Watson, man. um I don't know, man. This is just what I just I just don't know. I just, I really don't know if they'd take him. But then yeah. it's like when, you, when I start thinking about, well, Gerard Johnson is there, maybe he vouches for him. I just think if they take CJ Stroud, I'm just gonna be so like, I don't, I wouldn't know what to think. I'll talk myself into it for sure. <laughs> I'll talk myself in. I think we both will. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cause it's not like he's he's a really good quarterback. Like I don't want that he to get twisted. Like he's a really yeah. like, he's one of the more like just precision passers like I've seen in these past couple years. Like you say, like a Dwayne Haskins like yeah. he's like that um think better accuracy like better he's just the ball placement he's way better than justin fields with the ball placement in my opinion um justin herbert i think justin herbert's kind of similar um just herbert has a bigger arm um but i just don't know like the agent thing and Quincy course he was 28 hey, wilson quincy avery talked about this before Mm-hmm. like all right see some texans fan like tweeted at him <laughs> and i forgot who it was i think it was cj's pro day and he threw a bad pass like when he was rolling out to the left and he was like quincy avery special yeah. <laughs> quincy avery co tweeted it and said something like i'm not working with him during this draft process like you know basically telling like like good try and then somebody else commenting like hey quincy like I like CJ, but do you think the Texans will take him because of the situation, like the agent situation? He was like, yeah, they understand business is business. Um, so I, I think they'd be happy with both QBs. But I don't really know how locked in he is, to be honest. So.
1: Yeah, that might be just him. The fact that he's not coaching you.
3: him but right now, like, it says gives a- me a- a- hope to me. Yeah, and, and I'm about to say that, too, that makes me feel a little bit better about CJ, too, that Quincy Avery's yeah. not coaching him because, you know, he's still coaching Watson. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know they're going to have, like, the little – the little uh, athlete's first, like, get-together thing they do um, before the season, but – and that's probably been able to work with them. but it does make me happy to see, like, he's working out with Bryce and, like – He's always talking about he's a man of God and I you know, like I like that a lot. I love how like he's very personable. Yeah and like I think his teammates are gonna love him. Like I think I think his teammates are gonna be like like ride for him type of thing. Um it's just that agent, bro. Honestly, if he did not have that agent, this this wouldn't even be a question in my mind.
1: At all. At all.
3: I might be on the CJ frame. Yeah, it wouldn't even be a thought in my mind about them, like, maybe not taking them. But, yeah, man, this is just something I always go back and forth with. I still take yeah. Anthony Richardson. I just think he could be a top five QB. Like, I think he could be a Cam, – like, Cam Newton was MVP that one season. I think he could be an MVP. Um, but, like, I would I would fully be understand. Like, I think – like I said, I think CJ was still – He'd come in and be able to win. He'd be able to win those games. Davis Davis Mills couldn't because he's gonna throw, you know, accurate passes and anything. Like he's gonna he's gonna be able to hit wide open receivers.
1: Yeah, actually, be able to complete the passes. Yeah, no, that is facts. And you already said if we just had better QB play, we would have had more games won. Record would have been completely different. Shoot, Lovey Smith might still be here. So shit. Thank you, Davis Mills, because. Lovie Smith was not the answer. And I, I hate how when he got fired, everybody was trying to come for the franchise and the Texans. It was like, come on, man. Y'all clearly wasn't watching what we was watching because he was not the guy.
3: But, yeah. I that's think, a great point. Yeah. He might and still that, be here. Lovey might still be here. We wouldn't have D'Amico.
1: Yeah, truly. So, it all worked out. The bad, and I, that's why I feel like I'll go through those bad years again. I'll go through that Watson stuff again. If that's what it leads us to, is getting us a new franchise quarterback and it being Bryce Young, shit, I'll go through that all again because I feel like Bryce Young is the one. I feel like he's special. I feel like he's the type of quarterback that does rival Patrick Mahomes. If he can live up to his potential and he can stay healthy and the franchise surrounds him with talent, I think that's exactly what he could become as a franchise winning quarterback year in and year out, like, or battling for it. Basically what we thought Watson was going to be. Truly. So uh, I think that was my number two. But, yeah, you already know my number one. Same as yours. Same as yours. Rockets getting a head coach. If they can get that, Texans already got that figured out. If
0: mm-hmm. they can get
1: theirs, then then they should be cooking. And they, whoever that new coach is, hopefully they unlock these young guys and let them reach their full potential. They're still young. They're not even 22, 23 yet. So that's still something we got to remember, you know. But it's going to be a lot different next year, and that's for sure. And then back to the NFL draft. Walker, we got a lot of time before now and then. It is this month, it's the end of this month, but we'll be podcasting up until then and breaking it down. Hopefully, some more news comes out and then maybe the picture is a little clearer who goes number one. And then that will determine what options will be left for the Texans at two, because I don't see them not taking bryce young but if they did and they took richardson or cj stroud over bryce young i don't know what i'd do i'd probably have a broken heart walker truly but walker episode 78 you got anything you'd like to share before we get out of here to the people
3: man I been watching so much freaking conspiracy theory stuff. Like, I just say, man, get your chickens in line, you know. Get right Be with away. God, boy. Get right yeah. with God, or uh, whoever you believe in, whatever divine power you believe in, you know. Um, make sure you're right, and yeah, man, I've been seeing some crazy stuff. That I've been seeing. I'm telling you, this AI stuff, bro, it's a powerful tool, man. Y'all, y'all get on it while you can. Get some money off of it while you can before it it, it gets too powerful. The <laughs> Terminator. Dude, it's going to take us um, out. Bro, I saw one, one TikTok this guy was talking about. Um, they gave, the GPT people gave the AI. They were like, hey, all right, imagine you're like, you know, pretend you're a person we're gonna give you sixty, six hundred dollars and not six hundred, I think it was like sixty. And we want you to make as much money as you can off it or something like that. Um, and you know, pretend like you're an entrepreneur and you, you know you gotta make this money. And they said that thing went to one website that had like one of those Are You a Robot? Are you human? Like you have to click it. Yeah. <laughs> You have to click it to you know to tell it that you're a human or a robot, and they said this thing went and found somebody to hire, off of like Fiverr or something to click the, to click it, to get past that, and it, they said I don't know how true this is, but they said that the freaking like whoever they whoever the AI had hired to get past the the captcha, um, the human was like. Are you really like? Are you really human? Or are you a robot? <laughs> you know, like just jokingly, and uh, he said something. I think the AI said, "Yes, I'm a human." Like, like, yes, I'm a human. I'm just blind. <laughs> like, it didn't even tell. It didn't even tell him that it's really AI. Like, it didn't even tell him that it was AI. It told him that it was blind. That's and this is like the infant stages of it. This is and it, we dude. all have
0: se-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we've you seen know, this movie before. We
3: all have seen this movie, bro. Like what was it? I robot everybody's talking about. Oh, have y'all not seen our God. robot?
1: <laughs> <Terminator>, <laughs> have y'all not seen
3: our robot? Like
1: Eagle Eye y- shit.
3: Eagle eye, bro. Like y'all are gonna make y'all literally gonna have to make us go to war with robots for our survival.
1: And we're not going (laughs) to (laughs) win.
3: Like, what the heck, bro? I thought that was just so crazy. But it's it's definitely interesting for sure.
1: Yeah. That is wild. That is so crazy. Well, all right, man. Well, you know, uh, I got a burger waiting on me when I get off this podcast. So I'm going to eat that and then upload this bad boy. But that is 78. We are the Bellway Boys. We are out here. Like, share, subscribe. And until next time, y'all,
3: y'all take care.
2: Nigga, I just made like five bands in a minute. He ain't talking about that bad, bitch, don't put me in it. I got a dub on me, bitch, I mean I'm winning. Screaming, I be staying in my lane yeah, pitch it from a distance, you ain't tryna get no okay. cake, yeah, that's the wrong decision In the booth, I got my shades on, niggas can't see my vision, yeah, throw my shades on Nigga, nah, I'm in that oh, mode. when the try, he the salesman, he gon' get it sold, nigga. Put on bands out my pocket, got your bitch like, woe. tell him go ahead, draw that paper on me I might ride the show, tell him go ahead, draw that paper on me, I might ride the show Nigga, step out with that cake on me, I might take your hold, niggas they be tryna be like me You can't take my flow, a hundred rats, you never made that shit before, yeah, honey rats, nigga. You ain't seen that type of dope. Yeah, and that shit off in my cup. Got me moving slow. Yeah, know I pop out on the scene, clean this on soap. Yeah, he wanna talking about that paper. Bitch, we never spoke. Nigga, I'm in my zone. Steady bringin' in them checks. Yeah, you know we having more. You be having less, nigga. Put that work in, I ain't break a sweat. Mama told me run that bag up. That's a bag, When I jump up on that beat.